This week, on Monday, uh, which was um, June the 2nd, Monday, June the 2nd, in the Hebrew dates, was the 28th of the month of Er. The 28th day of the month of Er is a very significant day for the Jewish people, I think for the world as well, uh, which is that we celebrated what's called Yom Yerushalayim, which is Jerusalem Day. And uh, that commemorates and celebrates the anniversary of the day in 1967 during the famous Six-Day War where the paratroopers of the Israeli army captured the old city of Jerusalem and the Temple Mount. And uh, people may have seen a video of this called Follow Me and you can also get recordings of it, but very famous words when the um, soldiers or the uh, person on the radio announced Har Habayit Biadenu, the Temple Mount, is in our hands. It's an amazing, it was an amazing time, and uh, uh, it's also connected to another date in Jewish history that goes back a lot further. In fact, the 28th of Iyar is mentioned in the Code of Jewish Law, which was written in the 1600s. The Code of Jewish Law says that the 28th of Iyar is the anniversary of the death of Samuel the prophet, what we call in Yiddish the Yortzeit, the anniversary of the death of Samuel the prophet. So Samuel the prophet dies on the 28th of Iyar, and then thousands of years later, on that same date, the Temple Mount, Jerusalem, comes back into the hands of the Jewish people. It's not a coincidence. Uh, our commentaries point out that nothing major is a coincidence. There's obviously a connection. What is the connection? Well, there's two points of, at which Samuel and Jerusalem connect. Number one is we know, of course, Samuel was the prophet that anointed or appointed the first kings of Israel, King Saul and then King David. And the Talmud tells us that he sat with King David. King David, as you know, ruled Israel for the first seven years of his reign from the city of Hebron. Hebron. And after seven years, though, he uh, moved the capital to the city of Jerusalem. He captured Jerusalem and he bought the Temple Mount from the Jebusites. And he decided also to move the Ark, the Holy Ark, to Jerusalem. But he was not allowed to build the temple. God had told him that he could not build the temple because he had been involved in war. The temple was a place that represented peace. And so his son Solomon, King Solomon, whose name Shlomo in Hebrew is related to the word peace, has um, he had the privilege and the, and the obligation to build the temple. But nevertheless, King David was the one who determined that Jerusalem would be the capital, who determined that the temple would be, would be there, and who in fact brought the ark, the holy ark, to Jerusalem. What's interesting is the Talmud tells us that it was Samuel the prophet who sat with King David and determined through prophecy the precise location of Jerusalem and the precise location of the future temple. We have to keep in mind this was before there was a tourism ministry there, so there were no signs in Hebrew, English, and Arabic pointing to the Temple Mount. There were a bunch of mountains there, there was an ancient city, there was a Jebusite city, there's dwelling places. Where exactly are you supposed to build a temple? is the type of thing you need a prophet to tell you. So it's actually Samuel the prophet, the Talmud tells us, Samuel the prophet, who is the one who informed King David of the precise location of the Temple Mount. That's the first and uh, most major connection of Samuel to Jerusalem. But it's also interesting that Samuel the prophet was a very famous statement which he makes. After he uh, deposed or um, told King Saul that he would no longer be the king and it would be transferred to King David and his descendants... 
He said, even though you are not king, but keep in mind, Vigam, Netzach Yisrael lo yishaker, which means the eternal one of Israel will not lie. Netzach in Hebrew means the eternal. The eternal one of Israel shall not lie. He says, because God is not a human being who changes his mind, but the eternal one of Israel will not lie, and the destiny of the Jewish people will continue and will be successful, even though you're not part of it. Interesting statement, Netzach Yisrael, the eternity of the Jews, or the eternal one of the Jews, will not lie. So what's interesting about this is that the Talmud, in the end of Tractate Barachot, says that one of the names of Jerusalem is Netzach. Netzach, which we said means eternity, is also one of the names of Jerusalem. So when the verse says, to you God is the glory and the power and the uh, and the honor and the netzach, the victory or the eternity, the Talmud says that statement refers to the city of Jerusalem. And I think there are three meanings to the word netzach. One is it refers to God. The other is that it means victory and it also means eternity. And I think they all combine in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city where more than anywhere else in the world you can perceive and feel the presence of God. Uh, Jews and non-Jews, people who are religious, people who are secular, all everything in between can feel the presence of God in Jerusalem. We went to the Western Wall. We believe the divine presence has never left there. You can feel God's presence there. So Netzach refers to a connection to eternity and to a connection to God. But Netzach also means victory, Nitzachon, and it also means eternity. And I think... What it means here is that the Jewish people returning to Jerusalem after thousands of years of exile. Remember, Jerusalem was the capital of a Jewish state that existed in Israel for 400, oh, for, sorry, for 800 years until it was destroyed by the Babylonians. And after 70 years, the Jews came back to Israel under Ezra and Nehemiah and rebuilt Jerusalem, which lasted for another 200 years as capital of Israel, Jewish state, until it was invaded by the Greeks. And the Maccabees defeated the Greeks, drove them out, and Israel, Jerusalem, was again the capital for another 200 or so years, 220 years, until the Romans destroyed it, plowed it over, and renamed it. And now, after all that, that was 2,000 years ago, over 2,000 years ago, the idea that we've come back and made it the capital of another Jewish state uh, is absolutely incredible and I think miraculous, but also a testimony to the eternity of the Jewish people. Netzach means eternity, Netzach means victory. That um, our victory over the forces of evil, our victory over death, our victory over extinction is a sign of God's connection to us and a sign of the eternal promise to us. And there is no place which testifies to that more than Jerusalem. So when the Jews are back in Jerusalem, it disturbs a lot of people. There are people out there who look at it and they feel very nervous. What are we, if we're supposed to not be, uh, there are people who say we should be extinct. There are people who say we're, we're, we've been unchosen. There are people who say that we are descended from apes and monkeys, you know, we're apes and pigs as the Quran talk calls us. And, all types of uh, statements uh, that talk about the weakness, the demise, the death, the fossilization of the Jewish people. But when you see Jews in Jerusalem, when you see Jerusalem as the capital of a Jewish state, when you see a thriving of Jewish life in the city of Jerusalem, it's hard to say that we're fossilized. It's impossible to say that we're extinct. You can't look at us as unchosen anymore. Because here we are, chosen people in the chosen city, in the chosen country, it, uh, it, it makes a lot of people nervous. And that's why there are people trying to get us out of Jerusalem. 
both Jewish and non-Jewish. And uh, so when we celebrated this Monday the return to Jerusalem, and we also kept in mind the anniversary of the death of Samuel the prophet, we have to also keep in mind the Gamnetzach Yisrael lo Yishakeh, the words of Samuel the prophet, which is, the eternal one of Israel will not lie. And maybe we can interpret it differently, that the eternity of the Jewish people will not be a lie. That is something which is true. The victory of the Jewish people over our for- the forces of evil that are against us is also not a lie, and it will happen. And Netzach Yisrael lo Yishakeh, and God, who is the God of Israel, will not lie, and he will uh, give us peace and security and eternity in the city of Jerusalem.